Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. When is faith enough? When is faith enough? The struggle is real. Have you ever felt discouraged? Have you ever felt demotivated? Have you ever felt like God has let you down? Have you trusted in him on some things and yet those are the things, those very things that do not come through or do not prosper as you would like? Have you prayed and prayed and prayed and nothing yet comes through? In fact, not only does it need come through, it gets worse and worse. This podcast is for you. Hey, and welcome to another episode of The Intentional Bride. This week, this is just one of those weeks. When I say I wanted to give up, when I say I wanted to shut it all down and say, you know what, you God, come down and do it yourself. I'm done talking. I'm done encouraging. I'm done. That was the week I had this week. Oh, I don't know where to start. Um... First and foremost, kindly if you if you like the con if you like my content and you if it inspires you to do better and to be intentional in your faith, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Check out my Instagram at intentional ride, and feel free as well to DM me if you want to share or even be on the podcast. So I'm just opening that up into a space of prayer. So. This week has been a lot. This week was one of those weeks where, you know, the arrows that fly by day (laughs) described in Psalms 91, they came for me and they came for me at full swing. And I had a really bad end of week. And I just thought to myself, if at the very least, if I'm putting myself out there, if I am doing God's work, if I'm being obedient, If I'm at the very least holding on to the promises that he has set for me and setting aside my life, separate from the norm in the world, at the very least, I would have expected for God to at least come through on his promises and protect me from various attacks. And the hardest thing is when some of those attacks come through the very people that you love. And so I just felt let down by him. I felt absolutely let down. I was like, we're talking about the creator of the universe. We're talking about the one who said, let there be and there was. Can't he sit on his throne and say, let there be for me and there is? I was struggling. I have some things that are happening that I was like, you know what, God? It's a hoax. It's all not worth it. And I'm not going to participate anymore. I'm not going to sell it and and I'm not going to be a spokesperson for it anymore. And this is this is a world where there's a lot of destruction and there's a lot of schools of thought out there. There's talks on mindfulness, intuition, you know, basically the power of your mind, you know, in as a, in line with, you know, taking control of your life. And I have no I'm not going to judge those schools of thought. I have my belief system and it's mine. But at the end of the day, it can it can be a lot. It's a lot. I don't know if anybody feels like what I'm saying. It's a lot thrown at you at any given time. 
and you just let god go do i process do i process this do i process it's an overload of information and when you're seeing all that as well as trying to process your and find your purpose on this in this world and at the same time trying to do god's work and try to stand on a line a path and just run with that it's very difficult and it's a hard and i won't lie to you it's a painful process so i felt like aspects of my life were falling apart so many things were causing me to feel completely discouraged issues that arose in different areas of my life and i was just like what is it all for why do i do what i do i'm just a voice in a sea of voices have you ever felt helpless hopeless useless at the all at the same time and so i was like it's becoming too hard to stay afloat if this ministry if this thing that i'm trying to do is disturbing the devil so much for it to cause so much disturbance in my life then let it be but god had other plans and i just feel like there's a sense of discouragement cutting across the christian communities you know promises that god spoke prophetic words that haven't come to pass so many promises on marriages on children on on you know just things upon things where people are waiting you know waiting on god with their hands stretched forward and nothing is coming through in fact it only gets worse and i feel like there's just a blanket of oh my god is it ever going to be different is it is it ever going to change am i just lying to myself and unfortunately a lot of people are falling off the wayside and giving up on god but i'm here to say hold on hold on like i am holding on i am in the process of holding on and i'm saying there is life and there is hope when you hold on so in this moment when i'm going through my my tantrum as i'd like to call it and as i like to say to everyone i was man down god sent me an angel who spoke to me about the book of habakkuk habakkuk is one of those books that i only know very well because of the aspect where they talk about right the vision though it tarry it will come to pass that's like that's used a lot in the church i mean i think everybody has had that scripture but the, we don't contextualize what habakkuk was going through habakkuk was a prophet back in the day when israel was doing its own things and the book of habakkuk is simply three chapters where habakkuk spends his prophetic time lamenting to god he laments he laments he laments he just complains and complains and complains and you know what what i really like about habakkuk is habakkuk reminded god you know i had had you can do this and that i had had your big strong your mighty but it looks like things are really really thick what are you thinking what are you doing he complained in a way where he stood before god and he was like things are thick what are you doing to turn the situation around in habakkuk 2 uh, i quote oh lord how long shall i cry and you will not hear even cry out to you violence and you will not save why do you show me iniquity and cause me to see trouble habakkuk was like okay i've had the stories you split the red sea you you completely changed the trajectory of people's lives and generations are changed because of you but here we are israel was doing the most at the time and we see habakkuk like holding i can almost see him just holding his head and being like what is going on i'm sure even as he spoke people were just like yeah 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 
those were those days those days nowadays modern israel we don't do those things we we are more self-driven we do what feels good what feels right he hoped for god to do something but what's interesting is god actually responded to him and god gives him a long list of his game plan don't worry habakkuk this is how i'm coming through this is what i'm going to do this is how i'm going to do it hence write the vision though it tarry it will come to pass so for me i was sitting back and i was like okay so where's my response but the whole time i was in my tantrum i felt god's love and i felt his faithfulness towards me it wasn't about me in the moment it was about the fact that he is faithful and it didn't matter how i behaved and how i disgraced myself what mattered was that he was faithful so for me how he responded i went i took time away and i went and i sat at shamba cafe and i was sitting there looking at the landscape and they have this massive tree and it's full of birds full of birds they've all created nest there and they were singing there's about like five of them singing away as they as they sew their the nests together and the lord asked me who feeds them who feeds them i said themselves and he's like no i provide for them i have wired in them to be aware on how to take care of themselves and their young ones and do you know what the singing was and it was like my ears were opened and i could hear it was praise to god they were praising their god they were worshiping him for creating them and this is all they do all day every day unhinged uncomplicated worship it doesn't have any selfish requests in, inside there it doesn't have oh you didn't provide an egg yesterday or you didn't provide or take care of my chick yesterday it's simple god you are awesome i will sing of your praises as i weave my house together you have provided for this tree for me to be in it was absolutely beautiful worship and i remember he said to me how much more do i concern myself with you I just want to contextualize. I wasn't praying. I wasn't in a space of worship. On the contrary, I told him, "I'm done. Don't disturb me. Don't talk to me. I'm not interested in anything you have to say. As a matter of fact, I'm not podcasting. Don't even give me content. I'm not interested. I'm sitting here to weaponize myself so that I can finish guys who want to finish me and I can just be vicious and just a shark like this world wants me to become." and i remember he kept quiet after that but that thing stayed with me it convicted me so when the person who was used to come and talk to me about habakuk came i knew game over i've been set up she the person actually found a person like me who complained just like me who was done with god's you know you know not acting about the situation just like me and god responded to them and here god responded to me in that moment and i knew that god was faithful that even if i acted up that even if i was foolish even if i was discouraged even if the things around me fell apart god he remained faithful for me i don't know who this is for but god just wants you to know that he is faithful he is faithful your husband he's a he's a nightmare he is faithful your wife she is she's a lot 
He is faithful. Your situation, it's not improving. In fact, it's getting worse. You've been given a notice to lose your job. You've been given a notice for eviction. You've been made to, you've been pulled down by those that you trusted with your gift. You've been used and abused. God is saying, I am faithful. It is not about those people. It's not about the wickedness that surrounds you. It's not about none of it. It's about God. It's about God. It's about his faithfulness. This is his nature. He is constant. His love for you is constant. His faithfulness towards you is constant. God pulled me out of that tantrum. I honestly didn't think I would come out of it. And reminded me why I do what I do. And so I'll, I'll finish this podcast with what Habakkuk said in Habakkuk 3. After he had listened to God's response, God had told him, okay, okay, calm down. This is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to do it. Write it down, write it down. It's going down, it's going down. When Habakkuk responded, he said, when I heard, this is Habakkuk 3, my body trembled. My lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness entered into my bones and I trembled in myself that I may rest in the day of trouble. When he comes up to the people, he will invade them with his troops. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet, yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Listen, I was convicted that it's, it's not about me. It really is not about me. Habakkuk said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. This is about relationship. This is about the nature of our creator. The world is not the best right now. Up 2021 is coming with its own set of complications, you know. But this is the time for us to take on the spirit of Habakkuk and take up take up his vibe. Let's stand up and say, God, have you noticed our president said two billion is being lost every day? Have you noticed that marriages are falling apart every day? The norm in Kenya is to say, Oh, they're just gonna break up. You see two people prospering, Watakosana, they're gonna break up. You know, and then so many beautiful young women, young men and women who believe in God, looking for godly spouses who cannot find there's no hope. You know, and when they talk to people around, you know, just find someone, find someone, settle, settle for whatever you get. Let your settling be in the fact that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that's that simple. I am not speaking from a high horse. I am also not speaking from a space of, I figured this thing out. I haven't. I'm still wrestling with God. I don't know if I'm going to walk away with that dislocated hip, but I'm going to walk away when he's heard what I have to say. Because call me Habakkuk of now, I'm not going to let it slide. He has to explain to me why and how and what's going to happen. But you see, what should be constant is his joy in my life and his salvation for me.
I want to be like those birds that just swing in the trees thinking, hmm, today I'm going to plant my nest on this tree. Then tomorrow, I think I'm going to fly to Naivasha and plant my nest there. And you know, the only concern I have between point A and B, the joy of my creator. That's all that I'm looking for. My prayer for you is that you will you will find peace in your situation. Father, I pray peace over those that are listening to this podcast, over those that are downtrodden, over those that have given up, over those that are frustrated, over those that need re-energizing, over those that need an awakeness, over those that need a reminder that you are their joy, you are their salvation, you are faithful. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you can make this space a home for your heart.